and boom goes the dynamite. It is Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back with a brand new episode of The Boom. I'm your host, James McDaniel. Kevin, how's your week been going? Hot. So hot. hot. Listen, Garrett, I'm speaking specifically to our editor, Garrett, right now. We both have our air conditioners going, and we're not turning them off. Is like The audio quality is what it is. I'm in Louisiana. Kevin's in Oklahoma. We could die if we turn these off. <laughs> I have a dog whose life is in my hands. Yep. Mere feet away, looking actually really comfortable. <laughs> if uh, if I turn it off. On. Yeah, because the air conditioner's on and she has averted yeah. death for one more day. And how sweet that is for poor Puppa Dup. I'm also so, sunburned yeah. because I worked in the yard all day and didn't put on sunscreen. So, like, my heat, my body's just radiating heat right now <laughs> i would i am really by the way i wish y'all had could see the video i'm really red today so i start the big trip the big move from louisiana mm-hmm. to albuquerque new, new mexico tomorrow and a week ago oh like a seven days ago friday so nine days ago i drop off my car at a mechanic and i give him a list of six things like these mm-hmm. things need to be fixed mainly my air conditioner doesn't work. Mm, oh, man. That's something that would be helpful. Yes. Nine days later, my air conditioner still doesn't work. Oh, no. Almost nothing has been fixed. And I was sitting outside all day in a hot yard with like an amateur mechanic as he's trying to get some things done. And now I'm in the house recovering while like through the dead of night, I'll be packing my truck. So, Garrett, <laughs> the air conditioner stays, my friend. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I, at some point, we'll talk about AEW. At some point. Yeah. We, we got, we, there's a lot to get off your chest. That's good. Yes, exactly. We're at a so, couple moments in life right now. Exactly. So let's start with, with high drama. Mm-hmm. Karu Shida is out of the Owen Hart tournament mm-hmm. due to injury sustained in her final match. Yeah. Which she, did, she was not aware of. Which she was not aware of. She wrestled four matches between that and that match and the announcement that she was out due to injury. Mm-hmm. And this is yet another symptom, I believe, of AEW being understaffed. I think they probably have about the same size staff, give or take three or four people, mm-hmm. that they had when they started with approximately 18 times more wrestlers. Yeah. Chris Statlander, or, I'm sorry, Hikaru Shida should be informed when she is work she's injured. injured. Yes, exactly. Like it, it would be like if Eddie Kingston didn't know he'd been fireballed and they just announced he'd been fireballed, which by didn't the way, know that he was married. Yeah. Yeah. Who even knows the status of that right now? <laughs> but this goes back to what we were a previous conversation with. You should let people know when they're not going to be rehired. You should talk to them, mm-hmm. wish them the best. At least WWE wishes you the best in your future endeavors. AEW just ghosts you. I think I'd rather be future endeavor than just straight up ghosted. Right. They're like the uh, girlfriend. They just blow yeah. you off. And so Sheeta was ticked. Sheeta was ticked. Mm-hmm. Um, by the but the here is the positive in all this. The positive yeah. is we discovered that Hikaru Sheeta is starring in a wrestling musical. Yes. I know nothing about this musical. I've seen this I've seen screenshots. I see There's you have a, yeah. a link here. There's I have a little um, video on her on her Twitter that she posts. It's a video of it. Oh, and it's I can't of wait her to watch that 
with like all kinds of rock and roll music. She's basically dressed like Hikaru Shida, the wrestler, fighting a Which man. is a great outfit. Yep. She's fighting a man on stage and two electric guitarists are rocking out behind her soundtrack to the fight. I And it looks so, it looks fantastic. Okay. I think AEW, even though I work in social media, this is unrelated to me wanting to work for AEW. Their social media department, then there should be a department, should constantly be looking for things like this and highlighting it on their social media Mm -hmm. for us rabid fans to get invested in and try and find footage of. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous we found this out through her work shoot injury, her shoot worked injury. Right. Her worked worked injury, I think, is more likely. Yes. Which, by the way, if this was all because... To get cleared for the tournament, she had to meet a doctor by a certain day. She's in Japan, couldn't meet the doctor by the certain day. And so she has been replaced with Chris Statlander, which is exciting. And we saw Chris Statlander come out with her new new makeup, new look, mm-hmm, new mm-hmm. music, and pull a Yano and just shrug. Yeah. yeah, halfway. Not like, I don't know. I feel like Chris Statlander should be a big deal. Yeah, she wrestled Britt for the title. She was getting close to title, mm-hmm. like being a legit contender. Mm-hmm. And now she kind of has new makeup, kind of has new music, and kind of walks out in just regular clothes, gray jeans and a shirt, mm-hmm. and shrugs. Right. I feel like there should be music. There should be like something right. more behind her. Yeah, if you've seen her on Elevation, she's been on Elevation a few times. Yeah, with this new look, and she's yeah. got a great new entrance, cool new music. Yeah. Like cool gear. She like Where was it's a it? total repackage, right? But yeah. no one on no one who watches them just on TV has seen that. And this looks like like she was just back there eating cake with Eddie Kingston and catering. And then and they, they were they like, like, Oh crap, hey, shoulder. we need you to Yeah. They just go out there and stare at him because we're doing something. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you about it later. And I I don't know. Maybe they just think that that the ass boys and uh and the acclaimed are the only ones who watch Elevation. Maybe that's the ass it. claimed. Yeah, the ass claimed because they're super hyped about Elevation this week. <laughs> they're very we're going to talk about later. About elevation. They're so hyped, and uh, <laughs> so they're probably clearly aware of this new look and the new and right. all this that we didn't get. Yeah. Either way, I'm excited for Chris Statlander versus Red yep. Velvet. Bump for um, Sheeta, but the- she seems to have gotten over it already, so it's fine. Yeah, I love Sheeta. I hate that she was upset. AEW are poor communicators. I, too, am a poor communicator. I get it. But the thing is, when you're a poor communicator, you need to know that. You need to yeah. work at getting better. You hire good communicators. Exactly. It's like President George W. Bush said, I don't read books or I don't read many books, but I have a lot of people around me who do, <laughs> which is legit. That is a right. legit thing. That's actually Surround- a great, that's a really great quote. I really like it. And I like that he had the balls to say it. So let's see. What else do we have? Okay. Before every episode of the boom, mm-hmm. kind of go either rewatch all the shows. Lately, mm-hmm. I've been watching Rampage for the first time mm-hmm. and then going back and kind of jumping around through yeah. um, Just Rampage, to refresh to yourself. Dynamite to refresh myself. And I experienced a Mandela effect, a Hookdella mm. effect. Right. And, and for then those you spread that, it to me. Yes. And so for those that don't know, a Mandela effect is kind of a, a concept in, 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 in the world of the paranormals. 
basically it happened that when Nelson Mandela died, all these people around the world remembered him dying in the 1980s in jail, in right. prison. But he didn't die in prison in the 1980s. He got out and then yep. he died later. Mm-hmm. And so now there's all these different things like like Forrest Gump didn't say life is like a box of mm-hmm. chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. The actual Captain line was Crunch. different. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's all these slight things that people remember differently. We're not going to get into all the Luke, things. Luke, I'm your father. Yeah, we could go a yeah. whole show on these. There, there's so many. I would like to do a whole show of these. Um, and I'm not going to get into specifically like the different concepts of why this is happening or if this is a thing. I'm definitely not going to get deep into how it could be the result of time traveling happening. I just watched Dr. Strange last night, so I don't think I can handle that. (laughs) Did you like Dr. Strange? I did. I did. I did. It was, yeah, it was mind blowing. Yeah, it was, um, I don't want to get going. Yeah. Uh, we, we will. This will. I've already said. I started it's early, saying it's early to be this off the rails. So yes, yeah. like I want to start talking about time travel and Doctor Strange and multiverses. Oh my God! After, by the way, before earlier, maybe an hour ago, two hours ago, I texted Kevin and I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to make this a quick show tonight. And then mm-hmm. I said, This means I'm going to talk for two hours. Right. And so we'll try not to. So I had a clear memory yeah. of Hook. Mm-hmm. Walking out, going into the ring to protect Nanhausen, mm-hmm. and then Mark Sterling and Tony Nese kind of coming at him from behind and him suplexing both of them, thus putting um, Mark Sterling in like a neck brace, crutches, all that. You reminded me that was Wardlow that, that put, put him in the crutches. Yep. Put him in the neck brace and crutches. But then when I told you about this, this hook Della effect, then you had a clear memory as well of this happening. Yes, I could visualize it completely. And so much like my discussion of the cruncher last week, this is your opportunity to prove us wrong. Did this happen a previous week? Have we seen Danhausen suplex Mark Sterling and suplex Tony Nese? And we just can't remember it because we both have a lot going on in our lives at the moment. Or did I just dream this and then spread this insidiously to Kevin Ely? And who now remembers it? Yeah. Didn't remember it 30 seconds ago. That's a great question as well. I need to hear from you in, in on yes. Twitter. Feel free to slide into the DMs. Right. That's where it all goes down. Yep. But also on that's Twitter. Where everyone, so can have that's the, where everyone told us that uh, Larry Zabisco was the cruncher and not Art yeah. Anderson. Yeah, which that was the most feedback we've ever gotten about a show for real. So now <laughs> we're thinking about putting intentionally wrong information in every episode to see who's listening. Yeah. And this is kind of it. This this is as close as we're probably going to get this episode until I have another memory I bring up from 35 years ago. <laughs> um, yeah. Do do you remember Hook Suplex and Tony Nese in the on this episode of Dynamite? Inquiring minds want to know. I totally missed. Uh, here's one thing I totally missed. I totally missed Trent Moretta having COVID this week. Yeah, they didn't make a big deal of it. He just, uh, it really wasn't anything on TV. It was only yeah. if you watched uh, the New Japan show because okay. he was supposed to be on the Capital Collision show. I am. And uh, he was teaming with Okada and they replaced him with Rocky Romero. My just download like mention. of Capital Collision just finished. By the way, here's my here's my weekly 30, 35 years ago memory. Hmm. WCW, NWA, Capital Combat. Yes. Is that I RoboCop? Go, 
Yeah, it was. But here's the thing. I went down to my local cable office to pay them my $20, which right. I had to save for a while for. Uh-huh. And they're like, sorry, we didn't have enough people order it. We're not carrying the pay-per-view. What? And then I asked how many people have to. This is a town of 10,000. Like, it's not yeah. uh-huh. crazy tiny, but a small town. Like, how many people have to order it for you to get it? And they're like, three. Three. And they didn't have three. Right. So, I'm just sitting at home, and I'm yeah. just antsy. And right. I'm like, what am I going to do? And then I remembered one 900 which I think is was the wrestling hotline. I believe that's correct. At least so that's I, how I remember it. Yeah. So, I call the wrestling hotline because they're doing live play-by-play. Oh, no. And... <laughs> I have to I had to keep calling in and then I would hang up because yeah. like right a dollar ninety nine a minute. Right. And like what I heard I called it. <laughs> I'm the just exact doing the math moment. in my head. Here. Yeah. I called it the exact moment El Gigante walks out. Yeah. And I'm hearing El Gigante uh. and I'm like 12 years old and pretty dumb. But, uh, and so I for whatever reason, when uh. they're like he's 400 pounds and I missed the seven seven or whatever. Right. And I'm picturing a sumo wrestler. Oh, okay. Called El Higante. Like 5'9", 400 Yeah. And then, like, the RoboCop stuff starts happening, and I'm just stuck on the phone. I think my parents got a $90 bill, and this is in the late 80s. <laughs> and I do think you my mom- You could have rented three pay-per-views. Yeah. I paid for the- Just give me three boxes. The pay-per-views were $20. Yeah. I could have I gotten all of them. That's a good point. I could have gotten four- I, enough to get the pay-per-view. I think my parents were more upset with me when they found out this wasn't some sort of porn line that I was <laughs> like, literally calling worse. the wrestling hotline listening to Jim Ross. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even remember how we got into that. How did I jump from the Trent having COVID to that? Capital collision, capital combat. That's yeah. how. Yep. Although these days, you know. Uh, the world champ had COVID two weeks ago. He's back the next week. Right. Trent will be good. Right. Modern science is wonderful. And now I want to take us back, Kevin, mm-hmm. to a couple weeks ago when I said, all you idiots need to need to chill out about AEW Time Warner. Right. They're going to freaking love it. And they clearly love it. Is announced this week, AEW, the, the Warner Discovery team is like taking AEW. They're to the upfronts, they're going to feature them because mm-hmm. they're featuring sports and they are prepared for AEW because from the very beginning, AEW has overperformed for them. They are cheap. They make they they do huge ratings. This is probably, I swear to God, this is the best thing that could have happened to AEW and everybody's been sweating it. Everybody's been losing yeah. their minds. Yeah. Well, they did lose, uh, oh crap, I didn't write it down. The president, well, they, was it they've the president? Lo- they've lost everybody. Like, yeah, almost they lost the guy who involved. was their biggest ally. Yeah, their supporter, yeah. Yeah, but to me, just saying, this this was a Variety article I saw, I think, yeah. that was um, just saying, like, what to expect in the upfronts. And the and AEW got mentioned by name in it, of them saying, like, hey, we're going to, you know, we're, we're sorting things out. We're going to keep all, like, the reality stuff on Discovery. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep yep. all the premium stuff on HBO and HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And then TNT TBS is going to be like really heavy sports. Right. And they mentioned AEW by name in that article. So to me, I'm like, okay, there's, there's a place. I there's hope a they're place. like, yeah. In like TBS, TNT, we're going to be hockey. We're going to be NBA. We're going to be AEW Rampage at, yeah. at 1 30 PM every right. Friday. Right. <laughs> like, okay. So, you're going to the actual 
upfronts. You are the you are the guy. You are the lead guy for discovery. You're taking all your talent. You're going to present them to the world. You've got five people from AEW. Oh man, who do you bring? You have five slots. I bring. Oh man, I bring MJF. Okay, let's let's do the draft. Okay. Your first pick is MJF. I'd, I would take MJF. My first pick is Jade Cargill. Great, great choice. Uh, I would then take uh, Sting. Oh, yeah. I think you've got to take the champion, Adam Page. Okay, that's four. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, Punk. Well, we can each take our five. You've got to take Punk, right? Yeah. Punk has to go. Yeah. So who is my next one? Oh, that's tough. I mean, we've hit our five there. Maybe that's the five. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else that would need to go. God help. I mean, the Bucks maybe. Yeah, the Bucks would have to be there. You'd have to have your some some EVPs there. Um, You know, but I think MJF, Cody, work guy they're going to remember. Yeah, these TV execs and they just get raked over the coals by MJF, who just talks about signing another contract with someone else. Oh my (laughs) god! So twenty four. Then they're like, "Great, we'll sign you," but what? Okay, let's talk about that because this okay. is one of the big stories this week. Yeah. MJF is 100% justified in asking for more money. Mm-hmm. But you cannot ask for more money and not be willing to extend your contract. Like, right. that's ridiculous. Just give me more money and I give you nothing. Now, that said, there's all these people out there who are insinuating that he's leaving, that MJF is gone as soon as his contract is up. Yeah. If he does that, he's a moron. He is the biggest dumbass in the history of AEW. This man is five foot ten, which will put him just above. um, I can't even remember his name. Little bastard. Like the second Hot. tallest, the second smallest man mm-hmm. in the history of, of, of WWE. His entire gimmick is promos that would get him canceled on WWE. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll let him f- go free form. I really don't think no. so. I think he gets forgotten in WWE. I think it would be the biggest mistake of his life because he can be. Like AEW is building him to be their biggest star. I mm-hmm. think they will pay him like their biggest star once they get this new, whatever the new contract is with Time Warner. Mm-hmm. And if he goes to WWE, he is going to fade away so quickly. He's a guy that, if not for AEW, he never would have gotten signed. He never would have had the opportunity to be signed. I think Ethan Page is a bigger deal in WWE if he goes. Wardlow's mm-hmm. a bigger deal in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost anybody that they want is going to be a bigger deal than MJF would be in WWE. Yeah, I think so. I've been trying to just read a lot about this because I didn't want to. I don't know. It's a lot of conjecture. You know, it's one of those stories where it's a lot willing in talking (laughs) an unlimited amount of time about things I know nothing about. And I will will always be comfortable with that. Yeah. So. The apparently the reporting about um, him asking for no time added is mm-hmm. not 
like apparently it's like that he's he's being more realistic than that and okay. apparently there's not even like official negotiations it's just sort of a talk like people are just right. talking kind of thing okay uh, i think he did express that like he's probably underpaid for he is right now and i think probably everyone would agree with that including yeah. tony khan but tony khan also has no obligation to fix that right and i agree with tony i agree with everybody in this situation right mjf is underpaid Tony Khan is in a situation where if he just starts doling out more money mm-hmm. mid contract, then everybody's yeah. going to be asking for more money mid contract because everybody right. probably signed right lower contracts than they normally would, especially MJF because he was, and I don't mean this negatively, he was a nobody before AEW. Exactly right. He and he's, he's not the, a guy. I, yeah. I I wasn't seeing him in GCW. I wasn't seeing him anywhere. Yeah. Same with Sammy Guevara. I guarantee you, Sammy's underpaid. Jungle Not Boy, as underpaid sure as MJF. Yeah, none of them are as underpaid as MJF. No, because MJF is the he's the yeah. straw that stirs the drink for the whole company, right? right of now. all the guys, of all the guys that, uh, what would you call them? Like discoveries of all the guys yeah. who who were who broke out on AEW. Yeah, MJF, Darby Allen, are television stars. Yeah, like those are the two you put on the side of the semi truck. Mm-hmm. Those are the two you might bring to upfronts, although Darby would probably be pretty boring at upfronts. Uh, Dar- oh, my God. You don't tell people you're bringing Darby to upfronts. Yeah. And he just comes it- flying down <laughs> from, the, from right. the rafters through yeah. the stage. Yes. OK, you could do that. But like when you're talking about building a brand. Yeah. Those two guys are the only two, I think, who have actually become at that level where they are CM Punk, they're Brian Danielson, they're John Moxley, they're Chris Jericho, they're the Young Bucks. Like, so they complete, you know, Darby, not as much as MJF, but MJF for the last six months has had the hottest feuds yep. on every pay per view. He's now at the point where he's making other stars yep. with Wardlow. And he is a guy who you can trot out that gets news articles written about him. My my 15 year old daughter what like walked in the room while I was watching wrestling one night and MJ and Jeff was on and she goes, Is this the mid guy? And I go, no. what are you saying? She's like, mid. And I go, What where how did you know that? And she said, Oh, it's all over TikTok. Like that's just a that's just a meme. You I know? didn't it's even like know that, people, and I'm all over TikTok calling people mid and saying like "mama mid" when you're trying to put someone down and stuff. He started a thing that my 15 year old daughter who doesn't watch wrestling that is amazing. So, like, if Tony Khan were to be like, "Great, we'll give you CM Punk money. Yeah. You got to sign for five years." Yeah, you know, then like, great. I think you should do it. <laughs> yeah. But also, yeah, the the fact he has a longer contract than most of the originals that signed, like one of the things I, I remember saying is he shouldn't have signed for that long. He, but again, when he came yeah. for, he was nothing. Yeah. You want to sign the longest contract you can. Right. But and well, I and he really signed late too, to, because yeah. he was he was on a he was signed to MLW when they started. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And so he might be on that same like three year with a tier option deal. Right. But he didn't sign it for like a year or two. And I don't know the details right. of it. Now, to yeah. be clear, I really want MJF to re-sign with AEW because I think he will help grow AEW. Yeah, he he's can Roddy be, Piper. Uh, he, can be, he can be Roddy Piper. Yeah. AEW's Roddy Piper. But I do not think he will be allowed to be no. himself in, in the way he's able to get over in He'll WWE. He'll be Sami Zayn. Yeah. 
and and he'd make great money being Sami Zayn, and then they'll just release him one day, mm-hmm. and 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 that would take so much heat off of him. Yeah, to be Sami Zayn for a couple of years, it would take a while to get it back, or maybe it's just he he resigns with AEW, and the first time he walks out, the crowd goes crazy. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Hope he stays though. Yeah. Okay. Listen. I insulted you all last week. Everybody listening, I attacked you for being <laughs> miserly violence. with your five dollars. Yeah, I right. chose violence, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a softer tack this week. But if you've got an extra five dollars laying around, I'm in the middle of moving, moving across the country. My air conditioner doesn't work. Could use your five dollars. We could use your five dollars here at Fight Game Media via the Patreon. Patreon.com slash fight game media. You get an extra podcast from us every month. You get an extra podcast from every podcast host here at Fight Game Media. This helps support me, Garrett, Kevin, everybody here at Fight Game Media. And you gotta get a lot of extra content. And now you can win all kinds of prizes with the NFTs, and you can win. WrestleMania chairs, just the list goes on for all the great things. And as always, whether you're subscribing or not, fightgamemedia.com for all your MMA, boxing, pro wrestling needs. Check it out. And if you got an extra $5 laying around, we could really use it right now. <laughs> yeah. Kevin's sunburned, ladies and gentlemen. I am sunburned. I need to buy some. You need some aloe. I'm allergic to aloe, though. It's a problem. Really? Yeah, it's horrible. That is a nightmare scenario for, it is. for me. Good yeah. Lord. Strictly shea butter for me. Okay. Anyway, TMI. Let's move on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we've got our power rankings going into this week, going mm-hmm. into, as in, these were released Wednesday. There's not really been a lot has, uh, that changed this week. No? We've got Jay Lethal up to number four in the men's rankings. We've got the Gun Club up to number three. Frankie Kazarian, I'm sure, is gonna fall now after yeah, after his loss. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the for all that's going on in the women's division right now, with Ruby Soho getting big wins, Tony Storm getting big wins. There's no Ruby Soho in the top five. There's no Tony Storm in the top five. That's really weird. Considering I haven't seen Red Velvet, I haven't seen Anna J. I haven't seen Nyla Rose. The only person on this list that I've seen on in the ring this la- last two weeks is Jamie mm-hmm. Hader, and she, and she lost. just lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, but again, these aren't the rankings. Well, no, this is the rankings. rankings. These are the power rankings. Yeah. I guess they don't they don't put the records on anymore. So. Anna Jay's got some power, I guess, right now. Yeah, well, that's true. She does. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, yet another woman who really got over in the world of memes. Yeah. <laughs> which I still, I don't think I've ever saw the original video that that's from. I've seen so many videos with her and John Silver, but the actual one that became the meme, I don't think I ever saw. I don't know. It's a reverse I, Mandela effect. It happened. You just don't remember it. Exactly. Okay. So. Last week, I brought up the idea of the heat index, yep. and it got over huge, at least with Paul Fontaine, and that's enough for us. That's enough. If Paul likes it, we're going with it, and this week, Kevin, your heat index is kind of perfect, and, and I want you to take us through it, and we'll talk about each one, and then I want to talk about kind of like 
almost a reverse heat index. The things that like should, what should be, hot be. Yeah. that are not. Yeah. Okay. What's your what's your number five for the week? Number five. I'm gonna. I'm going with uh, Ricky Starks. Okay. I don't think like I wouldn't put that whole segment or the whole match or even that yeah. whole thing with the tag matches and everything. But like Ricky Stark is just coming off like a superstar lately. He's been he's coming off like a star. He got the big win over Jungle Boy, and and the fact is, yes, Jungle Boy is losing. That's part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. But he's not just losing to randoms. He's losing to people who are on a streak. Ricky Starks is is having that streak right now, and I and I and he's earned it. He's really earned it. He and Hobbs, yeah, I, they're I great really, together. I really hope this leads to them getting a, a title shot. Um, they're great together. This the whole thing with Starks and Hobbs versus swerving Keith Lee, mm-hmm. to me, it was real hot a month ago. And yeah. now it's when it's they were in New Orleans, that was the peak. But it was yeah. the wrong peak because it was Ricky Starks being the hot one. Yeah. And when Will when Will Hobbs was kind of previously the hot one, mm-hmm. and then pre like everybody's excited about Swerve, and now I'm going to spoil everybody here. <laughs> uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Swerve Strickland are nowhere in this top five, and that's a sh- real shame. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They kind of disappeared, and 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 also Swerve is looking like a goof now coming out messing up the like keeping jungle boy from getting the win right and he's not a guy i want looking like a goof he's supposed to be the coolest guy in the room he is outside of hook. The, yeah he is yeah that's right it should be it should be the two of them he is the naturally cool yeah he is yeah and they wrote him to be a goof this week and that's never a good thing i know just sitting there like biting his hand because he feels so bad about costing jungle boy the match even though he's never like shown that he's ever met jungle boy yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just kind of weird. It took to the point where it was like I was like, so is maybe Swerve gonna turn? Is this some? It was one of those weird things where it yeah. was like he interfered, cost the match, but didn't ever really touch anybody. Is yeah. there you know some kind of weird a Swerve coming from Swerve? Do you think it would have been better if they had Will Hobbs somehow interfere? For Ricky to win. And then maybe there's a little bit of a beat down and they come out for the save instead. I don't know. There's got to be a better way to do that because they were clearly just trying to get um, Swerve and Keith involved. Keith, by the way, looked really good when he He walked out. Yeah. He looked like he's been uh, lifting weights, working out, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. A little less little less huge than usual. This, uh, yeah, this way. whole thing feels like actually all of double nothing is starting to feel like, like there's matches I'm excited about for sure. And yeah. we'll get into that. But a lot of it feels like, oh, we've got all these names on a piece of paper. How do we mix and match them until we fill the whole card? Yeah. Because you're, not- it's so weird that like we're going into one of the four major pay-per-views of the year and the tag team challengers are Starks and Hobbs and Lee and, Strickland as yeah. opposed to all the tag teams that have been killing it for the last three years. Blackpool. Like yeah. FTR. FTR. I'm ready for FTR Blackpool. We're getting it. We'll, we'll get into all that. Okay. What's your number four? Uh, Hookhausen. Hookhausen was I, hot this week. Yeah. I, well, we'll get <laughs> in multiple realities. Hook at the, 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 uh, it was, yes, it was the, the hole was greater than the sum of its parts. Cause poor Dan Housen did not pull his weight this week. He looks so bad. 
He did. And I don't mean, I think a lot of people are hearing us say that and saying, oh, he lost. No, no, no. I'm fine with it. No, no, no. That was great. Yeah. I loved him. That was great. Yeah. He he liked. And he played it well. He played it well. He got Tony Nese over. It is that when he got it, when he got, when he fell to the ground. Yes. And then he anticipated that a knee to the head was coming. Yes. And thus positioned his body perfectly for that <laughs> knee to the head. Yes. That was awful. That is right. the most indie-rific bullshit ever. Yes. And it's yes. the one thing I hate amongst most indie workers is yeah. that bullshit. Because bullshit in Danhouse is better than that. He is better and we than have, that. Every one of us, everybody listening to this podcast, I know yeah. all like six or seven of y'all, every one of you have done what I have and gone on YouTube and watched Dan Housen matches. Right. At least at one point, he was better than that. Yeah. I'm guessing it's ring rust. I think it's been ring out rust. a while. It's probably, it's, it's the first real bump or I mean, you know, whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's the first real spot that he's taken yeah. since he's been injured, which was like what the end of the year last year. Yeah. It was the, it was near the it's, end of the so it's year. It's like six months. Yeah. So he was probably pretty nervous, but it's like, hey, man, work that out before the show. Because Brian Alvarez. I mean, he's laying there putting his, like, straightening his arms out, yeah. pressing him against his waist, like he's doing light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> Brian Alvarez was talking about how there's no way he can be healthy because, like, apparently the, the leg injury was particularly bad. Yeah. It was like really a rod bad. In there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but apparently he said he checked and, and Dan Housen's feeling great. And I guess this is a good way to ease him back in. Yeah. Like start with a bump. Right. Then, and then then move forward. But um yeah. We but finally the angle got itself, the, hand- the whole the whole thing was great. Uh, yeah. Other than that. If you ever look at music it's all hit, great. everybody yeah. popped. I yeah. popped. He comes out. In some realities there were suplexes, in some realities they weren't. <laughs> but in all realities he shook hands with mm-hmm. Dan Housen. And that was, a, I mean, it's been weeks and weeks coming, mm-hmm. and it was huge. And and Hookhausen exists. I will buy the shirt. Yep. I'm excited. And it'll I'm be the, excited on the, this uh, on the heat list. And it'll be on the, uh, what do they call it, the buy-in, the pre-show for Double or Nothing. You'll have the tag match of Hookhausen. We will see the debut of Hookhausen as a team. I'm excited. Uh, and yeah, I'm very excited. Like, I like that that Mark Sterling wants out of this. And yeah. Then Tony Nese is like, I'm. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm a superior. What's it, the superior athlete? Premier, no, the premier the athlete. Pre- premier athlete. I'm the premier athlete. I can do it all. And I'm excited to see him do it all. And I'm excited about that match. Yeah. They've been doing a good job after doing nothing with Tony Nese forever. Mm-hmm. This has been a good program for Tony Nese. I'm interested in him and I'm interested in seeing what he as this. Almost physically perfect dude, mm-hmm. looking like looking like a more jacked pack yeah. or pack. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him against Hook and seeing what he's got. And also, we're gonna get Danhausen hijinks. I'm sure Danhausen's mm-hmm. gonna get some moves on Smart mm-hmm. Mark Sterling, and I'm excited mm-hmm. for this. Yeah, and they and yeah, every part of it was fun. I mean, Danhausen's music was great. It was like the Munsters as performed yes. by Smash Mouth. I forgot to put that in the notes. I was yeah. so excited about the music. Nobody's been talking about yeah. it. His music what's the was name great. Of the, what's the name of the guy that makes the music for a ruckus? Mickey, Mikey Ruckus. Yes. Mikey yeah. Ruckus knocked that out of the park. It yeah, was he did. Freaking perfect. Yeah. And I was only upset that there were so many cheers that I didn't <laughs> get to like hear the music all yeah. the way through. I didn't get to hear it well right. enough. 
And that's yeah. a good problem to have when when the music, the new music, the new hotness gets drowned out by all the trailers. Right. Yeah, that was great. And then uh, Tony, I'm uh, sorry, um, Mark Sterling got cursed, but yes. it did not pay off until later. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we'll get to that. But again, it did pay off in my dreams, apparently, when he got suplexed That's out true. of the ring. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere. In we'll some reality. Strange, I'll figure it out. Exactly. In Earth 818, it's yeah. all happened. That's what happened. Okay. You're number three on the heat <laughs> index for this week. CM Punk. I loved, yeah. I loved how he is portraying himself he's the best storyteller in AEW. he's the best storyteller in all of wrestling right now i think yeah just all around storyteller the way that he played that up the mat you know the match was good it was a john silver match it was fine yeah how but dare the, you how dare you say that in that I'm way sorry. it was a john silver match it was fine. <laughs> hey it was, i i expected more out of the john silver match but it was a good match because yeah. cm punk is a star and yeah. he can't be going 15 minutes in a close match with john silver but John Silver got his 90 seconds of awesomeness he that he always yeah. gets. And he was a Long Island guy. He was really over. It was super fun. They hated punk. I loved the bit that I didn't get this. This went completely over my head. But uh, once again, our friend Paul Fontaine hooked us up by explaining the jersey. Did you see the thing about the jersey? I didn't. So punk comes out in an, in an Islanders jersey, right? Which is the hometown right. jersey. So you think, oh, he's yeah. sucking up to the fans. Then he cuts the music to soak in the booze. Right. And then he says it's clobbering time and he stands up and he turns around like he always does and puts his hands out. But when he does, you see that the name on the back is Tavares, who yeah. is their star player who recently had left them to sign a contract with another team. So oh, it was like it would it'd be like if someone came to Oklahoma City and he had a Kevin Durant jersey on yeah. or something. That's fantastic. Yeah. My hockey knowledge is I tried to get really into hockey in high school. The right. year that Nicholas Lindstrom was a rookie, and I still have his rookie card. And then I'm 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 really given a um I just started watching the new sequel, the new spinoff of Letter Kick Letter Kenny uh -huh. called Shorzy, which uh, the first two episodes are out now. Check it out; it's hockey rific. My, hockey, my hockey experience knowledge. is uh, playing NHL '94 on uh, Nintendo. Ooh, uh, in 1994, like they did in the movie Swingers. I was, I've, well. I was about to tell a completely unrelated story about NASCAR 99 on the PS1 and me getting banned from the dorm for banned from playing at the dorm for being the dirtiest player in the game. Oh, because I mastered in one like you could play like 50 lap races and you can mm -hmm. do like two or three lap races. Mm -hmm. And I mastered knocking cars into their pits. On oh, like wow. one to three lap races, and they were completely yeah. out. Just the one and I was banned. Yeah, yeah well, I, we were that way. Uh, my roommate and I were that way with uh, WWE No Mercy on Nintendo oh. sixty four as a tag team. We could, we were under you could not really tag team. We had a move called the nonstop onslaught that we found. Uh, that you. What is you this could, move? We had the perfect timing where we got to where you could you could do the three D from the Dudley okay. Boys, right? Which required both people to act at the same time. But you always knew that if someone whipped in the other ropes, you knew exactly to get in line to do the three D. Mm -hmm. Once you nailed a guy with the three D, you could take turns jumping off the uh, opposite turnbuckles, trading top rope moves uh, on each person endlessly. Uh, over and over again and never stop. And we called it the nonstop onslaught. Kevin, really sorry. My headphones cut out for just a second. 
you were talking about the finisher. <laughs> yes, this is cutting edge storytelling here. That is right. I removed the nonstop onslaught. You hit a 3D, then you start jumping off of opposite turnbuckles uh-huh. in succession on top of someone, and you could they would never get up, and you could... It would just go into a you, you would just go, and then we would win matches by making the player quit. Not the video game avatar, but by forcing the other person you're the playing actual with to human throw video. down their controller and quit the match. That is next-level stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to go into a story, but I'll just say in college, my early years in college, the big three games in the dorm on the N64, WCW versus NWO World Tour, mm-hmm. GoldenEye, GoldenEye, and Mario Kart 64, yep. maybe the greatest game of all time. Yep. That's Those were great years. I, however, was just a button pusher on WCW versus NWO World Tour. I was always Scott Steiner, but I did pretty well with my button pushing. <laughs> nice. Okay. So we're we're still on the heat index. Yeah, Time we're for still on CM two. Punk. Okay, yeah. Well, that's true. I guess. Look, CM Punk's hot right now. He's hot at a great time going into the main event. Mm-hmm. Adam Page has been a little cool. CM Punk's hot enough for everybody right now. But I like that confrontation. Yeah, I liked. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him basically. You know, hitting the the way that they shot him, getting ready, eyeballing Adam Page. Adam Page just like fuming at him from the uh desk right and then punk hits the buckshot lariat that was great that was great that was so good and i loved how uh jr just goes the champion's pissed (laughs) (laughs) now do you think number three should be cm punk slash adam page with adam page as the b-side to that i thought about that maybe like 3a maybe 3a i don't know okay but, okay. but, but I feel like Punk did all the heavy lifting in that this week. That's true. That's a good point. So He's, he's taking good care of Paige. I think that's going to be a great match. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm like, they have, they've not given us many weeks of build, mm-hmm. but they have made, they have maximized the build they've had. Yeah. We've really had two weeks as there's one where Adam was out mm-hmm. and it's everything we need. Adam is going to beat the brakes off of him. He's going to beat the shit out of him. They're not going to shake hands, and then and and then this week, and this is that's all I need. Yeah, that's all I need. I like how they set up the idea that one of them is going to shake the other one's hand while the other one's unconscious. Yes, I love that. I could totally see that happening if uh, Paige beats him. The new thing in AEW is just shaking hands of of unconscious opponents (laughs) and just savage man. Yeah. Okay, number two. Number two, I'm thinking it's. Blackpool Combat Club, Eddie Kingston, and Santana and Ortiz, this new super fighting group. Yeah. Uh, that uh, even the odds and then some on the Jericho Appreciation Society last week. Regal gets a shot in. Yeah. Yeah, you have to add Regal as a number because yeah. he puts Jericho straight down. Right. right. This was a great segment. The fact that Jericho and his group have the numbers, the J- mm-hmm. JAS have the numbers. And uh, then Moxley comes out, and then Blackpool comes out, and they're still down in numbers. Yeah. And then you've got badly burned Eddie Kingston yes. with his sobbing wife at home. Yep. Along with Santana and Ortiz, and they are badly outnumbered. Yeah. And they look like cowardly, cowardly fools. Yep. And 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 life was great. Great payoff. Great brawl. Uh, this was. Yeah. 
this was this hot, even though instead of calling him the wizard, I want to call Jericho the cooler because to me, he's been cooling everybody off yeah. lately. Yeah. This was so good. It overcame despite that, sure. that it overcame right. it. Exactly. The, the only downside, and I think uh, Garrett brought this up on um, on his on his fight game podcast was um, yeah, that podcast that <laughs> the man's a monster. Um, yeah. In a good way. I mean, that good way. He's, he's a good man. Absolutely. Um, is Moxley and Danielson are bigger stars. They're the biggest yeah. stars in that act now. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's kind of a bummer that Eddie's kind of getting put. I hope they really work to keep Eddie at the center of it. Yeah. So that the what this is leading to is them getting evening the odds so that Eddie can get a hold of Jericho. And it's a little kind of you know, a little bit of a bummer that Santana Ortiz are now the oh, fourth and fifth players. I was about to say last week you were talking about how yeah. Santana and Ortiz are getting drowned out mm-hmm. um, by Eddie Kingston, and now Eddie Kingston's at risk of getting drowned out by Danielson and Moxley, and of course Wheeler Yuta's there too. Yeah, my God. But Wheeler's on his, he's in Japan now, so he'll be okay. In, that's he's, right. He's Super going to best at Super Junior, so he'll be out of the picture. Regal won't be wrestling. Right. Uh, next week, they're going to have a segment with uh, basically a confrontation between a verbal spar between Regal and Jericho, which should be fun. In which I think if this were NXT, it would win. It would be when that would be the time when uh, Regal snarls war games. <laughs> but instead, he'll say blood and guts. Oh, my God. If only we could get I would really like to get Regal versus luchasaurus in a promo <laughs> so we could get maybe yeah. one start saying just him repeating other everything guts yeah just him repeating everything regal says so do you think we're getting blood and guts at double or nothing no i think we're either getting it on its own i think we're getting it though because you have to have the special ring set up right i think they could so what happens at double or nothing with these crews that's a good question. I hope they don't do another like we're, stadium stampede type away. thing. That's I know the, there's I only one week of TV. Before, well, there's two weeks. I, next week and then the week in Vegas. I'm I'm wondering if they do it the dynamite in Vegas and that sets so. up and that sets up like if if like the combat club wins, Eddie gets Jericho at double or nothing or something. Right. Well, we're about to find out what's going to be here. And number one on the heat index for this week. MJF in the city of Long Island <laughs> slash Wardlow slash Wardlow. I mean, that whole thing. That's just how the, that's the hottest thing in the company. How has he not broken his handcuffs yet? How have they not used work handcuffs? Come on now. I know. Yeah. But I, right. this, I, the first week that we have without Wardlow beating up every indie worker, they can get into a security outfit. Mm. I'm going to be sad. Yeah. I'll be so sad. I want that to happen. Forever, just forever. <laughs> yeah, um, that should just be his entrance for every match he has. He just has to fight through like thirteen men to get to the ring before he has a match. MJF is so hot, and Wardlow is so hot, and Long Island is so hot mm-hmm. that they got something special with Long Island. They do. They really do. I love that it's kind of like they Jacksonville is their home, but really Chicago and Long Island are their two homes. Mm-hmm. That's the way it feels. Um. But this is number one. It deserves to be number one. And this got over despite. I 
think you if you do the same thing you're doing with MJF with any other wrestler, it is so old by now, so played out. Yeah, the strap is That's played true. out. The the different um, mm-hmm. trials of her, the Hercules. Yeah, they're literally doing out. this. They're literally doing the Cody Rhodes feed right now. Exact same thing they've done so many times, but it works because he did the same thing with Cody. He did the same yeah. thing. With it was CFR. a strap match and a cage match for in yeah. Cody. Yeah, and yeah. it's still over. Like people, like I don't, ca- I don't care to see Wardlow strapped, but he's gonna beat everybody up and he's gonna be awesome doing it. Yeah, and I'm here for it and I'm excited about it. Now, some of the things that aren't on this list, and it's a shame. Mm-hmm. We have wanted to see Hikaru, not Hikaru Shida. I'm sorry. We've wanted to see Serena Deeb versus Thunder Rosa for over a year. Yep, and we're finally getting it. And they just gave us the the face off on the ramp, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. It's just here's two wrestlers with no very little story. Now, Rosa gave us a story, but she gave us the whole story in mm-hmm. one segment, and that's yep. it. And now we've got this match, and it should be hot, and it's not hot. Mm-mm. Like, I'm going to be excited while it's happening. Yeah. We should be excited in anticipation right now. Mm-hmm. We should still see Serena Deeb out there crushing rookies. Like they just yeah. abandoned that whole rookie challenge thing before anything came of it. I don't know if right. they ever had a plan. Like she just showed to- up and interrupt her, but they never like everyone was they like, "Who's the rookie?" It. or "Who's you know she'll be in a mask or something." And, and it would have know. been so simple to have Thunder Rosa have a rookie under her under yeah. her wing, right? She's helping out, right? And um, and they and the thing is, they've kind of had the storyline showing how. She is under the wing of Dustin Rhodes. The, together, they could have had somebody they're working mm-hmm. with. And Serena just comes out and destroys them and keeps destroying them. And that builds to this. There's yeah, so they, many simple they, things they could have done. They got a little bit of TV left. They could still do something. That's true. But, but this week, it was like they barely in my mind, mentioned it. In my mind, there's one show left. And I know we have yeah. longer than that. We've got two shows. Yeah. Or two weeks. That two is, weeks of, of shows. TV, yeah. Right. Um, what are some of the other things that should be hotter? Let me see. I mean, I feel like Brit should be hotter. Brit you know? is like just on vacation the, right now wearing Owen t-shirts. And, yeah, she's I, just supporting her penguins. Yeah. I I feel like Tony Storm and Ruby Soho are just outside of the list. Like they mm-hmm. they feel like the same character right now to me and that they're getting big wins over people they previously wouldn't have gotten wins over. Mm-hmm. With Tony Storm probably being the A-side in AEW's view right now, getting that that nope. win over Brit, but there was no real follow-up. Well, she beat Jamie Hayter this week, right? She beat Jamie Hayter, so then yeah. is it... But so that's the weird thing. When you look at that tournament, you've got yeah. Tony, Ruby, mm-hmm. uh, Statlander, Red Velvet, mm-hmm. and uh, Brit and whoever the Joker is. Right. So everyone thinks Brit's probably going to beat the Joker. Most people think the Joker is going to be Athena. Um, yeah, what I've picked up. That's what it seems like. Cause she's in Houston and everything. Right. But most people think Brit's going to the finals. So she'll right. probably beat Tony. Uh, but it's or, like, there's three other faces in the tournament. Yeah. Basically, unless red velvet wins, which is like yeah. if red velvet beats Chris Tantler, I don't even know what to say. What's even happened. But the thing is, you've got the baddies that can interfere. Right. You've got Jade Cargill. You've got Mark Sterling. There's so many, people that can interfere in that match not to say you know it kind of sounds like i want every match to end in, with a face losing for due to <laughs> i don't but there's lots of opportunities there but chris statlander should absolutely beat red velvet at this point mm-hmm. um 
I wonder, I kind of wonder if this whole thing is set up for Tony Storm to win and maybe to set up the, maybe to, a, a win over Britt Baker that kind of shocks Britt Baker back into her old self. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We could do that. What do I know? Yeah. And again, I did like the Tony Storm Jamie Hader match, though. It was a really good match. Yeah, I feel I like, like it. Swerve Strickland should be on the list. Oh, absolutely. Should be hot. Yeah, was hot, but the way Tony Khan books is he has on his list Swerve Scott's over. Let's do something with him in eight to twelve months. Right, just like Thunder Rosa was so over. Yeah, let's put Miro. the title on her in mm-hmm. about a year. Yeah, Miro yeah. keeps getting hurt, man. He keeps getting is he? hurt. Is that what's up with him? I th- he was, but it's been forever. Yeah. Like he could have had reconstructive everything surgery, brand new spine. <laughs> Kenny Omega be back, be back by before now. Him. Yeah, at this point. We know now no Brian Cage is just ready to go. Yeah. Nothing. It's that is so weird. The fact you re-sign him or extend his contract, mm-hmm. have that one match on the ROH pay-per-view, and then nothing. Also, he's in this new faction. Managed by Tully Blanchard, and you right. do nothing with any. Has of not been people. mentioned since then. Nothing. Yeah. The only Blanchard anybody's hearing about is, uh, is Tessa getting kicked out of more organizations. Right. <laughs> Nothing's yeah, not coming good. From Tully. Yeah, it's never good. Yeah. Oh. One at, at some point, I want to talk. I want to go through the history of the AW Women's Division and all the things that could have could have been mm-hmm. had Kylie Ray not been. Right. Whatever is happening with Kylie Ray, where mm-hmm. she's just quitting everything and quitting wrestling every three months. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that uh, Tessa Blanchard's apparently a huge racist or something yeah. and just a real bully. Like, man, mm-hmm. it's a real shame some of these people can't exist in society. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So what else? Do, what else do we need to talk about this week? Adam Koldak's Harwood was good. Yeah, I really like Wheeler that. Dax, but it was real good. Yeah, I really was, was into that match. Yeah, I really like that. I, I say it again. Dax favorite is my Dax Harwood is my favorite wrestler right now. I Dax just love the favorite guy. is Dax by favorite is my new your Harwood at the moment. My it's my yeah. I was watching that match and thinking, and I don't like saying what I'm about to say. As much as I love the tag team, as much as I love FTR, I was watching that match and thinking. Wouldn't Dax make an amazing Arn Anderson right now in a four horseman? Oh, he is. Yeah, he would. Oh, that's and what, the thing yeah. is, he didn't feel like that when he was in the factions. When he is in the when he was in right. the pinnacle. When he was actually now in he the pinnacle. does. Yeah, he, because that's the thing. That's the thing with the horsemen when they were at their best. Mm-hmm. They were four individuals who yeah. you, you could have a promo and have four of the best promos on the show would just line yeah. up and it would all be in the same segment. And Arn, and to me, is always an, that way. always an underrated promo yeah. because he was always like he was he was always following Ric Flair, going right before Ric Flair, and there's nobody better. Arn could have been the second best promo in the world at, at, at one point, but right. nobody really thought about it that way. Right. And the same with his wrestling. But just as Arn's one of the best tag team wrestlers, I think one of the best tag team wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. Not only is tag team with Oli, with I'm sorry, not only is tag team yes with Oli, not only is tag team with Tully, but also in later years his tag teams with uh, with Bobby Eaton yeah. were phenomenal. But he was one of the best singles as well. Like mm-hmm. always had I the TV Arn. title, had some amazing feuds. Yeah, I feel like that's Dax could be doing that right now. 
if you had him in the right faction. But I just like what what they're. I yeah. like what's happening right now I, with I FTR. Do, I do too. I, I need him to get back to a good to defending those ROH titles or something. But I. I had the thought while watching that I'm Cole match that I was like, this is what I love is when they treat tag team wrestlers like great. They're as good as mm-hmm. the singles guys. Yeah. It's just the fact that they're working in a team. So it's like, you know, like Ricky Morton could wrestle Ric Flair. You yeah. Know, Ricky Jeff Morton Hardy, went to the time limit draw right. with Ric Flair. Yeah. Jeff Hardy could challenge Undertaker for the world title, you know, and it's crazy. Yeah. I think I think I brought this up before the fact that two of your better tag team wrestlers in WCW history were offered the world titles mm-hmm. and didn't want to leave their partners behind in Ricky Morton and, and pre big Papa pump yep. Scott Steiner. That's right. And yeah. I love that. And I think I would love to see, even if it's a thing where they don't take that shot, mm-hmm. I'd love to see a thing where Dax maybe gets a shot and says, no, I'm not going to take that. The actually, shot. That would be very in character too. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be. Yeah. Um, we already talked about Punk Silver. We talked about Nice Danhausen. Um, Wardlow crushing people is always awesome. Scorpio Sky. We, we oh, yeah. about Scorpio Sky. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Rampage. Yeah. Um, well, so Scorpio's turning face, clearly, uh, even though his whole team is still as heel as it gets in yeah. the background. I was just kind of... I like what they're doing with Scorpio. He is more over to me than he has been ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in AEW. But man, the I everything makes sense. But Frankie Kazarian is not over to me as like a, a title com- contender. No. And I f- do feel like I am feeling right now like everybody's been feeling in previous weeks about the TNT title. That it's not on the Brody Lees and the Miros anymore. People who are big deals. If And it's like who gets the title shots? Just people who ask for them. Mm-hmm. And just some people clearly don't care about them enough to ask for them. If I'm Keith Lee, I'm asking for a TNT title shot right now. Right. If I'm Samoa Joe, I'm asking for a TNT title shot. They're just not asking. Yeah. Good. It was right. a good match, though. It was, it was a really setup. good match. I really, really enjoyed good. it. I, it, yeah. it wasn't a tag partner versus tag partner match, but they had such history that I was like, yeah. this in, in its own way was it's as a good, good story. It it's was as good, good as the FTR match in its own way, because it was like, these are people who know each other really well. Yeah. And I really liked that story. And I was totally buying Scorpio Sky just being like, no, this is how I'm going to go now. And I'm, you know. And then he and just, I love the Ethan Page interfering, but in a way yeah. where Scorpio doesn't know he was interfered with. And as right. we know, there's a long history in pro wrestling. Right. Nobody ever going back and watching the tape in any way. Right. Ever he know what happened on the microphone. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I did it. Whose side are you on? And then Scorpio Sky fakes him out and turns on Frankie and. Yeah. And, you know, they're all heels again. And which I'm like, OK, what's going on? Because now. Sammy are running in and they're supposed to be, I don't who's who, I don't know what's going on. Who do I care about in this? Nobody. I have nobody, nobody. You know, I had, I actually had the thought and I, you know, I, okay. We're not loving the Jericho appreciation society, right? No. Everyone in the world knows that it should have been inner circle 2.0. Yes. From the beginning. I love three. Yeah. I love three fifths of that group right now. Yes. Absolutely. Do not love Jake Hager. And Jericho feels overexposed and worn out. You know what they need to do is, number one, get rid of the name. Yep. Bring it back to the inner circle and put Sammy and Tay in it. 
That'd be great because they're sports entertainers. Like have them be there with their. I don't know if they you, absolutely you know, are. You notice them sitting in the in the seats and they're wearing their AAA mixed tag team titles. Yeah, you know, like it's Sammy and the Fur. Yeah, Sammy and the Fur. Like them with Jericho. Like, like bring back the inner circle. Just replace uh, yeah. Santana and Ortiz with 2.0 and Garcia and I am. You know, I'm going to go a step too far here. I know okay. that. I wouldn't mind a situation because I, I keep saying Jericho needs a vacation and yeah. I still hold to that. I wouldn't mind a situation where Jericho gets injured, something mm-hmm. goes away for a while. Like Eddie hurts him. But on his way out, mm-hmm. he makes a phone call. And the next week, the Jericho Appreciation Society has a meeting in the ring. They were called there mm-hmm. by Chris Jericho. And like Chris comes on the screen, he's in a hospital bed, he's in traction, whatever. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be out for a little while. Yeah. But I don't want to abandon y'all. I don't want to leave you. Right. So I made a call. I've got somebody to step in as your leader while I'm out. And out comes Sammy Guevara. I would like that. That's great. I would really like that. And how great would 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 Ty be with that group? Oh, she'd she'd be be wonderful. Yeah. Just great her, idea. Just just like her and Matt Menard just smacking gum. Oh my god! <clears throat> just this the gum chewing, staring into each other's yeah. faces, <laughs> chewing gum, gum. Each one getting more exaggerated. <laughs> that's what I want out of being the elite. That yeah. right there. That's all I need. Yeah. Possibly with it driving Jake Hager crazy. Like he's trying to work out. He's trying to concentrate. And they're keep just, a straight face. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be wonderful. And it would it would kind of harken back to those days of of uh, the inner circle where they were doing all the uh, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the FaceTime stuff. Yeah. It was so much fun, and that's the thing is it's just not these are a more fun. This is obviously or potentially a more fun group of people mm-hmm. doing less fun skits. That's that's abs- that's a great way to describe it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You watched Dark Elevation this week. I did, I did. not watch Dark Elevation. Dark or you didn't wait miss a lot. There's one thing before we get to it. The ass claimed. <laughs> yes, the ass claimed. Uh, we talked about the original thing where the the the, the ass boys gave the acclaim the scissors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I loved yeah. every second of it. Mm-hmm. And this week we had Billy gone talking about how he got him a match. Yep. Not on Dynamite. Nope. Not on Rampage. Nope. On elevation, yep. there's silence, and then there's mass celebration. Yes, it feels like a step down for the acclaimed. It I does, don't for give sure. a shit. I yeah. just, it's a huge step down for them. But I love this matchup so much, so much. I also love the ass boys. Every idea they had was just straight up a Billy Gun thing. It was straight right. up a DX thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. And he hit and it. Ev- never get and everything the acclaim said yes. was something he loved. And it right. makes me wonder if, yes. th- if he might abandon his sons. The acclaimed are his favorite children. Yeah. And the yeah. acclaimed become his favorite children. I wouldn't hate that at all. I wouldn't hate that at all. Yeah. I don't know why, funny. but yeah. Also, the acclaimed are crazy popular right now in that um yeah in the most recent reddit like tag team thing mm-hmm. they came in fourth oh wow they yeah. came in fourth and um like and they're bigger than that they, they get bigger every week 
Yeah. Clearly, they they're a, getting lowered here. It's going to be interesting to see where this lands. What's going to happen? Right. With uh, what's the plan? Yeah. Who knows? They'll just mess around for a few weeks. I'm fine with that. There's so, there's so claim, much going on. They can just do that for a while. I hope this is all set up for the trios tournament. Where the acclaimed enter with Billy Gunn <laughs> and the ass boys get left out and they're furious. Oh my gosh. The days of our lives. Yeah. Oh, okay. Caster so, had a Caster had a nice uh, acclaimed new acclaimed merch sweatshirt on. I mean if you noticed that. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't Yeah, it was like it a little logo. It says the acclaimed have have arrived in like a circle. It was actually a really nice design, and then it had the the fingers doing the scissors on it. Frankie Kazarian had a shirt. That proclaimed him 49% motherfucker <laughs> and 51% badass or something to that effect. Did you see that <laughs> on screen during his promo? I did not. It, it had like the cast thing in the Mark and Henry underneath yeah. 49% oh my either gosh. motherfucker or bad motherfucker. Uh-huh. I did not expect that out of AEW merch. That's a strong ratio. It's it is a it's a hell of a ratio, man. And then that like later on in the episode on Rampage, Jericho brought that up that it said forty nine percent mf <laughs> and like did not expect that. I need to make I need to go look and see how much that costs. But uh, that that distracted me. Like again, I'm not used <laughs> to AW going all in. But, although you'd think okay, if they're gonna yeah. if they're gonna display the word motherfucker mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna do it on their late night show which aired at which, like 2 30 p.m central yeah. did you hear jr make a joke about having lunch oh no i didn't he I made didn't. a joke to taz about about get let's cut let's uh let's get, get lunch catch, afterwards let's get lunch at rampage or something like that and taz <laughs> he cracked up taz the man these last two weeks it's been yeah. i've missed next week it's gonna be the same too this time i knew yeah. And next week, I'm 100% going to miss it. Like, I yeah. know there's no way. There's yeah. no way. Wait. I won't be, I won't have started my new job, but I'll be actively like apartment hunting mm-hmm. when I, when, when Rampage is on. Like, I will not right. be back in my hotel room in time to watch that any chance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Elevation. I didn't see anything this week. Uh, but you said there was a really interesting Alex Reynolds match, as in he had, a, he had an interesting opponent. Yeah, so this was on Dark where they taped it at the Orlando. So it was the little studio. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was a guy, Alex Reynolds, in a singles match, which is actually really interesting to see him. Alex Reynolds him. was great. He's actually, he was really good in this match. Yeah. And it was a really fun laid out match. It was a perfect like little house show match. He was against a guy named okay. Jake Manning. Okay. Whose nickname is the Man Scout. He's like, he's like a, like a, I don't mean to insult him, but it's like a shrinking version of Dexter Loomis. Like he's like a, <laughs> like he's like, he's, he's a little bit smaller, but he's got the same kind of intense stare and like, kind of like borderline Nazi haircut. And he's in a boy scout uniform. I'm looking at him right now. And, yeah. and shrinky dink Dexter Loomis is the perfect. Yeah. And, and in his, uh, in his, he's like reading a book on how to fight bears uh in the, in the dark match like he was reading a book he was reading a book when they introduced him about fighting okay. bears and he puts the book away and they have this match and then the book becomes a part of the match where he keeps trying to bring the book in to fight him and uh Reynolds like knocks it out of his hand it flies in the air uh Reynolds hits him with his move 
picks up the book, starts reading the book as he pins Manning. Then bizarre because then as they count the three count, he looks at the camera and says, I can't read anyway and throws the book away. (laughs) He has had a long feud. He has had a long drawn out feud with on BTE with Peter Avalon starting from when he was a librarian and he was trying to steal the female librarian from Peter Avalon. Yes. So this go this ties into his BTE storyline of being anti-book. Right. And also, this man's reading a book on how to fight bears when he's not wrestling bear country. Right. And that's exactly what Taz said on commentary. Really? (laughs) He said, why is he reading a book on bear? He's not even fighting bear country. So anyway, it was a it was a great it was just a fun, you know, a fun match to watch. Right. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, who is this guy? So I start reading about him. It turns out he's also employed by AEW. They also he's a wrestler, comedy, improv guy. And they have hired him also to work in their merchandise department. So he's fully employed by them. And then he just wrestles. And then there's this article I read where he talked about like AEW is a really great company for people like us who maybe aren't going to be like full-time wrestlers, but we Mm -hmm. get to be wrestlers for AEW, but also have a job. So like they're finding work for wrestlers like, you know, Vita Scott. I really like works, that. you know, she's yeah. a timekeeper sometimes. And I think yeah. uh, Rebel also works in the like makeup department. Right. And it's like people who are like, OK, you're probably not going to be on TV all the time. You're probably not going to be on Dark Elevation all the time. But we do need some enhancement talent. So travel around with us. Work. You have a job. Get have a job. Still be a stuff. wrestler. Yeah. Right. It's just like you have your day job, but your day job is working for AEW. And I just love that. And then the other part was this, uh, I was looking at his Twitter and this is really cool because in this match, he turns around and does a perfect Brad Armstrong Russian leg sweep with complete with the float over to the pin. And someone pointed it out. And then he responded on Twitter and said, when he got first hired by AEW, he said, I just want to be 1995 Brad Armstrong. I love that. And so when he got this match. I love 1995 Brad Armstrong. Yeah. So what he tweeted was, this Russian leg sweep is more than a move in a match. It's a fulfillment of a wish to be like my favorite wrestler of all time. And that, that just awesome. gave me all the feels. I love that. Also, when you say, like, his nickname is the Man Scout. I am yeah. looking at this and I am trying to remember the name of the movie. It's from two years ago. I know you've seen the movie. It is about little boys in Nazi Germany, and it is a comedy. You remember this movie? It's by um, Taika Waititi. Yes. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. He, this, he looks like. He looks like a jo- Yeah. He looks like a character from Jojo Rabbit. Like he uh-huh. is working at like the, when they were in the woods and they're like in, in their youth camp or whatever. Right. He kind of looks like a Nazi Boy Scout. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. what he looks like here. I didn't think I'd be bringing up Jojo Rabbit. Thank you for helping no. <laughs> me remember the name. <laughs> anyway, um, check out the Man Scout. Yeah, check out we the should, Man Scout. Like, we should like, try to get him story. on the show or something or, or, Ooh, yeah. or get like, Paul to put him on Cup of Joe. Let's get the Man Scout. Let's yeah. get him. I bet also, get him. I, it hit me. Yeah, I bet. This year, the PWI 500 mm-hmm. is packed with people who made the PWI 500 because they made appearances on Dark and Dark mm-hmm. Elevation. Yeah. And we need to make a point when the next one comes out in 2023 or maybe late 2022. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when it comes out. I don't remember when they come out. To 
get it. We each need to get an issue and go over and see how many dark slash elevation people. Oh, yeah. That'd made the PWI 500. See how yeah. many people it's helped out. Okay. Um, anything else should have been on Dynamite this week? Uh, well, I think you're going to check out the Do Japan show. I think anyone yeah. who's an AEW fan and thinking about getting into Forbidden Door and maybe yeah. hadn't been following New Japan probably should check it out. It's on Fight. You could probably find it other ways. It'll probably be on New Japan World after a while. Uh, got, the, I, sh- I actually have one at the very end. The uh, Eddie Kingston Tomohiro Ishii in particular is everything you would want it to be. Oh, my God. Eddie Kingston coming out with a big bandage on his face, selling the burn and yeah. just doing a straight up. I love that he was selling the yeah. burn. That yeah. he, he, also, how was Suzuki Brody King? That was fun. Like, that's uh, one that I can't. I haven't seen too many yeah. Suzuki versus just giant dudes. It was it was fun. It was still a Suzuki match in America. You know, right. like he does kind of the same thing and he kind of did it with Brody King. And so it didn't he didn't really change his act up all that much, but yeah. it was good. It was really entertaining. And it was nice to see Brody King actually getting to do something besides like teleport. Yeah, <laughs> I OK. I got a question for you. Yeah. The dark, like the situation this week where they teleport into the ring, yeah, onto the ropes and then teleport out, right? They didn't have time to run to the back. Do they just go under the ring and just hang That's out? That's what I'm wondering. I was actually looking at like the crowd, yeah, to see if people were like, he's under the ring or something. I don't know. It's they've got to be under the ring, just under there. Maybe they got some Kindle paper whites, which I highly recommend everyone get, <laughs> and they're just under there reading, yeah. But the reading how to fight bears, how to fight bears. Exactly. I so, don't know. Or was it like, cause that was rampage. Wasn't it? Maybe they like edited a yeah, little bit. Maybe so. That's a good point. Cause that was, there was not much darkness, which was good. Um, that was, so my should have been on dynamite is, a, is a, as I hope they will be on dynamite, which is Kota Ibushi oh. feuding right now with, with, oh, with, with all the Japanese Japan. wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Dropping apparently some characters that like allude to, yes. you know, Yakuza, uh-huh. um, which is ballsy. Right. The problem is, unless he gets his release, AEW can't sign him because they've got this working deal. So if they were to sign him right. and he wasn't released or it wasn't amicable. Yeah, it has to be amicable, right? But because he's not going to sign with WWE. He had that opportunity and straight up mm-hmm. told them, "I'm not signing with you." Mm-hmm. So they didn't. He didn't win their tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I get the feeling Kota Ibushi isn't signing a contract with anyone, like really? ever. Like he seems like yeah, he's a free New spirit. Japan deal. I guess was like everyone was really surprised when he signed it because it was like a, basically saying, "I'm here for the rest of my career." Yeah. So who knows how now, long my career was. And now I think he's just like, yeah. I am beholden to nobody. And when somebody asked Kenny Omega about, like, he said he didn't ask Coda to come. Mm. When they asked him why, he said, because he would have come. He would have said yes. Because he would have said yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I would cut. If it, the, the thing is, if he if he bails on New Japan. Yeah. It's messy. Coming and joining with Kenny would yeah. be the way to go. But then that's right. messy with the relationship. It's with, I know. Just when they got it going good, they have this. Yeah. It's uh, like there's always destined to be something. Yeah. Also, Kota Ibushi, to me, is always a guy you're like, man, what a future he has in front of him. He's 23 years old. And he realized he's <laughs> like 40 years right, old. He's 40. 
Right. Old man, he looks like he's a, he looks like he's in a K-pop band for God's mm-hmm. sakes. He looks like yeah. he's nineteen. Yes, but I wanted to bring that up, and I thought that was the best way to bring this up this week yeah, because yeah. the AEW like tie in because of the relationship with Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, and I still would love for them both to come back as the Golden Lovers. Oh, the Golden Lovers in twenty twenty three would be amazing. On, yeah on on the Forbidden Door, like they both yeah. return from injury at the same time. Yeah, it would be fantastic. And a, and a bunch of the issue was over one one guy, I think Kikuchi. Mm-hmm. In leadership, wanting him to trying to get him to come back early, and then mm-hmm. threatening to fire him later on. Yeah. Either way, not AEW, so not going to talk about it for that long. Let's talk about we've got what we've got coming up this week, though. We all right. Yeah. Who do we have for the Jokers? Because we've got Samoa Joe versus a Joker. We got Britt Baker versus a Joker. Man, I have no clue. Who are the bets? I really hope it's Cesaro. I really want Cesaro mm-hmm. real bad. It could be anybody. It could be the new Joker version of Adam Schur. It could be anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but of, of everybody that, that that's out there, right? Man, I'd like it to be Cesaro because I think he was he's phenomenal, and he WWE did mm-hmm. not use him the way they should have used him. And he'd be a great ROH guy. Yeah, he'd be great I mean, he'd ROH. AEW, but like if they were like, well. Eddie Kingston doesn't like him, so let's put him on ROH or something. I mean, yeah. it's his home. They could bring back Chris Hero, do the Heroes of Wrestling, or the Kings of Wrestling again. Yeah, and we also, we we both clearly think Samoa Joe is probably going to get interfered with by mm-hmm. Sanjay they made Dutt, such a They Jay made Lethal. such a point on, I think, one of the shows, they had a little video, and they made such a point to say the Joker is not Jay Lethal and the Joker is not Satnam Singh. Yeah. So, but it makes that makes me think that it's somebody that that group is bringing in. Like okay. that that kind of leads me to believe that like whoever it is, it's going to be somebody on behalf of yeah. Jay Lethal to try now, to take him out. True professional podcasters, people yes. that do it every day, would have a list in front of them of all the free agents and the <laughs> their free agency starts. Yeah, and could maybe speak to. Uh, a possible Gargano or whoever, right. but I don't know. I just know I like Cesaro. I want him to come into AEW. Mm-hmm. I know he's a free agent. He could he be would him. Fit that he would fit that if he I think if he, he would. came in as a heel or and something. he has such an ROH background. Right, it would be great. And and my God, a, a Samoa Joe versus Cesaro match in AEW. Yeah. yeah, my God, that's beautiful. And he could lose Rip- it. Yeah. Britt Baker, everybody seems to think it's Athena. Yeah. Um, that makes the, sense what, to me. The former, um, what's her name? Uh, what was her name? Athena in WWE. Uh, Ember Moon. Ember Moon, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's somebody we've talked about and we expected to be in a long time ago. Yeah. Um, also, the Joker. If the Joker was Miro, I wouldn't hate that. Miro no, I'd love that. Joe. Oh, that'd yeah. be pretty. That'd be pretty great. That'd be fantastic. Um. So those are the other. Well, those are my top two. Yeah. Uh. All right. What are the rest of our matches this week? Adam Cole versus Jeff Hardy. So we're already doing a semifinal match before we get all right. the other quarters done. And right. um, I'm thinking Cole wins that. Now, he has to win that. Has to win that, right? Yeah. I guess. I mean, I think Cole's going to the finals. They're they definitely yeah. you know. They definitely did like a Shawn Michaels Bret Hart thing in the Dax Harwood match, and yeah, I think they're just setting up him up as the big baddie. But I don't know; it's so hard do to tell think, who on the other side is going to win. 
Do you think Rafe like do you see Kyle O'Reilly going over Ray Phoenix? I don't know. I mean it's against I'm okay. I could see if it's Samoa Joe, you'd think that they would probably rather have Kyle O'Reilly against Samoa Joe than Ray, because I don't think Ray and right. Joe that would be a weird See, I'm not even thinking I wasn't even thinking about the brackets because I was thinking about Ray versus Jeff. So Yeah, yeah. That's, they're on opposite, yeah, that's opposite sides. sides. If Ray's I mean, imagine like Ray jumping around out of control like he's always doing and like Samoa Joe's just like snatch him out of the air and throwing him in the ground. That would be a work of art. I'd love <laughs> to see that. Yeah. Um so then we've got Jericho Regal face to face confrontation. Yep. You're thinking blood and guts I'm confrontation. I'm thinking of blood and guts challenge, yeah. Think you're right on that, and I am so excited. Hangman Page versus uh, versus Takeshita. Yeah, I am excited about that. I'm more yeah. excited than I have any right to be. I really like Takeshita. Yeah, CM Punk's going to be on commentary. Yeah, I think this is going to be a real good. I match. think it's going to be really good. I think Hangman wins with the go to sleep. Oh, of course. Yep. And then Absolutely. what I love what I love about it is. Uh, I was thinking about this while I was mowing the lawn today. I was listening to another podcast. And if Hangman Page wins with the go to sleep and then Punk is like, haha, that's awesome. You copied my move. And Hangman Page is like, no, I was t- I was copying Kenta. Oh, that would be so great. That would be so great. Um, By the way, CM Punk and I and, and, and I this is not an original idea of mine. I think I heard Brian Alvarez talk about this. CM Punk is not a young man. Nope. He's not a physical specimen. No. He took his time delivering that uh <laughs> delivering that book. I think there was a full two second beat. He was the time he flipped and realized he, that he, he landed thought on his hard. Yeah, yeah. He thought hard about that before delivering it. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. Yeah. I was like I was cracking up hearing Brian talk about that. Yeah. And then we've got on Rampage, Chris Statlander, Red Velvet. Yep. In the afternoon, like Wimbledon or something. Exactly. Every, well, let's all, everybody, let's let's do brunch on Fram. Let's do brunch on Friday and watch yeah. some Rampage all together. Um, so, Red, over- you think Red Velvet wins that? Did we go against Ruby Soho? And Chris Statlander loses in her big debut? I just can't imagine Red. Clearly, they don't give a shit about Chris Statlander right now. They didn't give a shit about her entrance. That her walk I out guess. pull a Yano. Like, I'm surprised she wasn't selling DVDs, man. They just had her walk out like in a sweatshirt, some gray, some gray pants. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Right. They might not have even told her. They didn't tell they didn't tell Hikaru Shida. They might just uh, like you said, they grabbed her up from her pipe and contest <laughs> with Eddie Eddie Kingston and just yep. sent her out. She doesn't even know why she's out there. Which makes me think <laughs> Red Velvet is the one going over here, but who yeah. knows if they if they had Sheeta planned to go over, which mm-hmm. I have to think that they did. Then you'd have Sheeta maybe, against Ruby. Yeah. Damn, then, weird matchups in this. That's yeah. really weird. But I like that. I like yeah. the weird matchups. So I like far. not knowing what, where it's going. That's that's fun. Um, Let's see. So now we've got double or nothing. We've got. Let's go over that card. Hangman versus Punk is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Wardlow versus MJF is going to be great. Yeah. Rosa Deeb is going to be great. Hookhausen's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Express versus maybe Hob- Hobbs and Stark, maybe Lee and Swerve. Yeah. That would be, be good. good. It'll be good. It'll be good. They're not going to, I don't think they're going to lose. Yeah. Or 
But again, they've raised the doubt, just like they always just raise like they always doubt. Do. You always think this is when they lose and this yeah. is when Christian turns. Because you're thinking Jungle Boy is losing. Yep. Then they lose the titles and Christian freaks out on them mm-hmm. and turns. Um, of those pairs, I would prefer to see Hobbs and Starks because they've been at it. Oh, I think they'd be great champions for a little while. Yeah. As much as I want Swerve and Keith Lee to be over, I want them to be over as single stars. Mm -hmm. I think this is a great time for Hobbs and Starks to be tag champs if they were going to ever be tag champs Mm -hmm. for a little while. Um, Also, the people that they're building, like if they became tag champs, you'd think Blackpool Combat Club is in their Mm -hmm. future. FTR Mm -hmm. is in their future. Um, those would be really exciting matches. Then the mixed tag, maybe Sam, maybe Ty versus Scorpio page Van Zant. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard much about page since they said the match was off. So maybe it really is off. We last saw page climbing into the air and being basically shitting herself. She did not like to look like she she may be taking some Yeah. She might've been thinking bare knuckle. Yeah. feels really right. I'd rather get hit in the face moment. than do this again. <laughs> yeah. And then we've yeah. got the Owens fi- the Owen final and the and the uh, the women's and the men's. Yeah. No clue. No, no clue. clue. I really don't know. At all. I I mean, I really think Adam Page is in the finals. Yeah. But I don't know against who. I think the people who thought Adam Cole and Britt Baker winning both and being kind of like king and queen of the prom, I think that's pretty that strong. That would be really cool, but it doesn't feel like the Brit like it doesn't yeah. feel like Britain's neither headed one that of them, way right now. Neither one of them feel like that's going to be, I don't know. I feel, neither one I feel, feel like Adam's going to lose. And yeah. Brit, to me, Brit is kind of, Brit is presenting herself on TV like somebody who is going through a mild depression. She is dressing sh- a little more shabbily. She's not putting on as much pretense as she usually is. And somebody's going to have to shock her back into reality. That's what it looks like to me. Could be yeah, wrong. That makes a lot of sense. Um, And maybe a loss here shocks her back into reality. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Adam Cole, I feel like, is going to go to the finals and lose to somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe the Joker. I don't think Samoa Joe is going to win this. Um, Because that's an AEW thing and he is an ROH guy, it feels like. Right. But um, then Ray, I mean, Ray, I don't, know. I don't think Ray also maybe the Joker. maybe, I don't know. Do, are they going to win like giant trophies, like 18 foot high trophy? Well, they always talked about the cup, that being a cup. And okay, then, there does need to be a cup. And then there was a lot of controversy in the Facebook cup. group this week about the exact name of the uh, tournament. It's always been the Owen Hart Memorial, like the Owen Hart Foundation Foundation. Yeah. But, and then they, but then casually they would call it like the owen hart cup yeah that's the Uh, casual thing you say in conversation but every time it's referred to officially it's been the whole thing i saw that conversation but i didn't engage because i thought this is ridiculous (laughs) they've always called it this i was just really in the mood to have a super nitpicky conversation for some reason (laughs) jeremy finestone was willing to oblige and and i appreciate that there are so many wonderful people in the group that are always willing to oblige that Yes. Always. Um, so I'm going to ask a question of you. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to put you on the spot. Oh. They always tell us, make sure to check out like whatever.com. Mm-hmm. Find out more about the Owen Hart Memorial Foundation. Yeah. Have you ever cl- have you ever gone to check no. and see what they do? I haven't either. I, have I don't not. have a clue what they do. I, I was just thinking 
I'm going to pull that up right now, okay. actually. I was, see. I was just thinking when I noticed that, like, the Owen Foundation had its own logo. Okay. Uh, I'm going to click on the Owen Foundation. And I thought Foundation. to myself, I should probably go look up to see what they actually do. They're doing an Easter food drive. So that's that's a positive. What? Okay, let me see if there's a mission statement. Let me click about. On May, let's see. Oh, it's been around for like 20 years. Has it? 22 years, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad we're finally hearing about it. They've needed a cup for a while now. There's Here's something. I signature, clicked on about. Signature programs. And I'm reading, like, and it's just the story, like, on right. May 23rd, night, my husband Owen Hart died violently and tragically after falling eight stories. Jesus oh, Christ, man. Yeah, give me the signature programs. Okay, so let's see. Owen Hart signature fund. programs. Yeah, scholarship fund, a homeowner's program by helping people buy homes. That's cool. Um, so maybe like the this, two big things. It's really just kind of helping people get a leg up. It looks they're getting, like basically they tell you to go click on it because really they just do good. Right. They're just doing good. Yeah, they're buying. Provided, they're getting people food, helping yeah. with homes, scholarships. They're just doing good. Here's shit. a little. This looks like a mission statement. We provide opportunities for hardworking people who have limited resources and unlimited potential. There you go. And it's if a you look nicely phrased thing along the top, they have food drives. Mm-hmm. Great thing. Backpacks. Backpacks yeah. Good thing. Milfs. Wait, nope. Nope. That's not. <laughs> nope. My bad. My bad. Like, Either way, great things all around. Um, but no, they're they're This is all good. I like that. They're very wide open, you know? Yeah. Helping people out wherever they wherever people's they can meet people's needs. Yeah. Yeah. This it just looks like thing. a general friend philanthropy thing whether they're doing some international work i mean just yeah i'm clicking on the milfs nice just family. in case that's what, well it's myths it's myths but still when you click on it it's a film festival know. it looks like that she this participates is, in this is wild yeah it seems like a very like sort of generalized you know whatever charity i'm interested in supporting and man her son looks just like him for real no for real who was it I was thinking this week that looked okay? Do you uh, you follow the UFC at least somewhat? I know that some some not as much as I used to. Patty Pimblett, and Patty I the know a little bit, yeah. Man looks so much like guy. Owen Hart to me. Really, he looks so much like Owen Hart to me, at least from afar. Similar haircuts, yeah. Similar nose from afar, very similar. Um. Either way, so now we all know a little bit about the Owen Hart Foundation because yeah. I literally realized this week I know nothing. <laughs> I've never clicked. I just yeah. love Owen Hart. I'm yep. about it. And now we know all the good they're doing. And they are in no way associated with MILFs. That's a different tab on the browser. Totally different tab. All right. That has been – we've had a good week. This was this was a more exciting week than I realized. Mm-hmm. I love running it down with you. Yeah. Um, anything else we didn't cover? Anything you want to hit on the way out? Other know. than check we... out fightgamemedia.com? Yep. I think that's it. I think we're we're chatting about uh, plans for Vegas, what what kind of shows we'll do around Double and or Nothing. I'll be on the road, and I will be texting you at stoplights, not texting and driving, right. because that is it illegal. Driving is only for Instagram. You can let Puppet Up drive and you can text. Every now and then I can take, she can take over. Exactly. All right. From me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you again next Monday.